Welcome to Wikipedia Radio, episode number 18. Uh, this week, uh, the three main hosts of the show are back, me, Rob, and John. And we had as our guest uh, Ryan Simmons, who's a local Winnipeg filmmaker. And this week's theme was, and I always forget the theme when I'm doing these stupid intros, uh, it was Cannibal. And so we played some pretty bizarre and interesting music on this one. Uh, yeah, if you want to check out our show, you can go to the archives on www.witchpolice.com and you can listen to the past 17 episodes. You can download them, you can stream them, it's all free. And you can also uh, listen to our show on Monday nights at 11 p.m. on 101.5 UMFM. And actually, our guest, uh, Ryan, this week also has a college radio show. Uh, his is on at 10.30 on Monday nights on uh, CKUW. So that's 95.9 FM. It's a half-hour show, so you listen to that Monday night at uh, 10.30. Then as soon as it's done, you listen to our show on UMFM at 11. So that's uh, time's out pretty great. And yeah, you can check out some of his work. Um, he's done a bunch of music videos lately, uh, including uh, the new video for Ken Mode uh, for the first single off their, their Entrench album, which uh, just came out and is awesome. Um, I would, you know, definitely recommend Ken Mode to anybody. Uh, they're one of my favorite local bands and have been for a long time. And their new album is great. And Ryan did the video uh, for the first single. So that should be, uh, it's actually the video itself is coming out in a few days. Uh, might already be out by the time you hear this. And he also did the uh, first video for This Hisses from their new record as well. And that's another really good local band that I would recommend. So yeah, he's got his fingers in a lot of local music pies. And all, as well as doing other video stuff. Uh, if you listen through to the end of the show, uh, we did something a little different this week. Normally if the guest is uh, a musician, we do a live performance. But um we seem to do that, you know, every second week or so, but when it's just a talking show like this, what we're going to start doing now is uh, exclusively for the uh, web version of the show. Uh, we're going to just kind of highlight the most recent album that's been posted up on Witch Police, so you get a chance to hear a song from, uh, yeah, the last thing that, that came out uh, at the time we recorded this. So, in this case, that's the album by uh, Kate Pike and the Loose Boots from Newfoundland, and uh, we're just going to play the first song off the album. So you get a chance to hear that, and uh, it's also available for free download and streaming on Witch Police. So if you like that after the show, uh, check it out and enjoy. Yeah. All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. This is uh, episode number 18, and the theme this week is Cannibal. Again, from the uh, randomly random word generator thing that we usually use. So yeah. cannibalism, cannibal. I just well, cannibal. It can mm -hmm. go anyway, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, this week we have four people again, which is cool. Uh, last week we just had the three, but uh, we're going back to the three hosts and a guest format. So I'm Sam. I'm here with Rob, John, Ryan, and Ryan's our guest this week. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I think that on the last one we had a guest. Um, was a Bird of Prey episode, and we actually didn't explain anything about who Bird of Prey was <laughs> until I did the intro afterwards. So maybe if you can just give a little background on, you know, like, what sure. you do and that kind of thing, just so, you know, people have an mm -hmm. idea. They're not like, oh, who's this guy? Why is he here? You know, I'm Rob's music video director. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Rob's got an official, <laughs> official director. Yeah, yeah. I've got a video in process for him for over, like, a year now, so that's exciting. But, uh, yeah, I do short films, edit a lot. I've got a show on CQW, so oh, awesome. radio every Monday night, so... Actually, leading into this one on UMFM, so that's kind of nice. So. Say, what time did you show it? 10.30. Oh, awesome, because mm -hmm. ours is 11. Is it an hour or half hour? Half hour. That's perfect. So mm -hmm. listen to his show and then switch over to the other station. <laughs> exactly. Listen to ours on Monday nights at 11. So that, mm -hmm. yeah, cool. All right. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that works. That means uh, mm -hmm. people have some clue of who, who we are. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is the cannibal theme. I'm going to start off with a song that actually isn't about cannibalism, but I think could 
involved cannibalism. It's uh, a song called Skin by Blind Melon off their second album, Soup. And the song is basically about a guy um, removing body parts and making furniture out of them. And it, you know, it seems you to me eat the rest of it. it seems to me if you're going that far, you're probably gonna gonna <laughs> indulge in some cannibalism as well. At so, least lick your fingers off, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I figured it fit the theme. Is I've been wanting to play that particular song for a while, um, but there's not doesn't you know what other themes have come up with involve skinning people and making furniture out of them. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I love it. It's um it's from Soup, which is their second album, and I actually just found out looking on the internet that this having this album on vinyl is apparently like uh, a big deal. I bought it in the 1999 or 2000. It, like you know, it wasn't very expensive, but now apparently they go for hundreds of dollars. Really? I'm not going to sell it because I well, I just want well, you know, it's great album, but apparently I own something valuable. Who knew? Nice. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so skinned uh, cannibalism, maybe something bad. Anyway, so let's listen to it and we'll come back. That was uh, skinned by Blind Melon from Soup. Uh, so you guys can see what I mean about the mm-hmm. potential yep. connection to cannibalism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the kazoo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It livelies it up a bit, you know? <laughs> makes it sound like a bit more positive than the, <laughs> the content. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I always like Blind Melon. I figure that I think that they kind of got a bad rap as being like a uh, one-hit wonder because of No Rain. Mm-hmm. And I think that their two albums and then the posthumous thing that came out too are pretty like deep in terms of not like lyrically deep but they have like a lot of songs that are also awesome mm-hmm. oh there are there are two that came out after no they had two that came out and yeah. then they have the one um that came out after he died okay i don't think i've heard that one it's good it's mm-hmm. good it's called nico it's good how long ago how like how long after this album came out did he die i think pretty shortly after yeah but... i think i heard that like he he don't i don't think he remembered recording this album kind of thing like yeah, shannon was deep into uh, yeah some heavy like well they were they were gonna come here they were gonna play they winnipeg was on their schedule of places they were gonna tour 
and I loved them at the time. Like I was really, you remember, like in you know, yeah. and I remember hearing about that. I was super pumped, and then like, oh wait, of course he dies before they can uh-huh. get here. So Who is that other band you really like? Runaway Train. Soul Asylum. I love <laughs> Soul Asylum. Yeah. Man, I had two shirts that were the same shirt of Soul Asylum. One was black, one was white, exact same thing. For alternating days. I still yeah. like Soul Asylum. Soul Asylum was cool. They yeah. seemed to have more cred than like a lot of like nineties bands. Well, like I kind of wrote a Blind Melon, like you said. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people did, right? Because that's all yeah. you hear about them is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Soul Asylum, like, I mean, Runaway Train, same thing. It's a big hit that's not necessarily representative of their sound that makes them huge, and then people get sick of it, and they make fun of it, and it becomes mm-hmm. a joke, you know? I'm really but, glad that, like, having long hair, like, uh, <laughs> like is done with. Is it done with? <laughs> well, I mean, like, in... Like, in certain circles. In, in terms of being, like... But, like, back then, in the 90s, mm-hmm. it was, like, everyone did it, right? Like, it was Yeah, huge. we all had... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, I just, I'm just picturing, like... What's a Shannon Hoon? Shannon Hoon, yeah. I'm just picturing him in that, in that like... The rain video. No rain, yeah. That's right. Where he's just like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then, like, in the field, and those, like, yeah, yeah. how am I supposed to take you seriously? Well, you know, actually, there's there's a version of that song, it's on the uh, posthumous album that came out. It's called the Ripped Away version, Mm -hmm. and it's super dark and slow, and like, way more groovy to it than that. So, uh, I almost wish they'd released that as a single. They never would have got anywhere if they released that as a single, but it's like a better version of the song, Hmm. and it's kind of cool to hear that because No Rain is such a, you know. But anyway, Skinned, um, this song is, uh, have you guys watched that show uh, American Horror Story? Yeah, yeah. I love it just reminds show. me of the second season, you know. Um, totally. I love it. It's so ridiculous, the show, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, you know, Nazis and mutants aliens. and aliens and yeah. possessions and whatnot. Uh-huh. Pretty seen, great. Yeah, no. but, and people murdering people yeah. and making furniture out of them. So. Mm-hmm, cool. Yeah. Anyway, so you guys, uh, that's, someone else can play a song now. Let's, uh... Uh, yeah, I'll play one. It's like when I kind of like, I was thinking about cannibalism, I try to get like really metaphorical about it. Like, people that cannibalize or back catalog or something like that. But then I had the research and I found this, like, oddity of, like, a single from 1971. And basically this band kind of came out of nowhere and they, the producer decided the only way to make a splash is if they got a song that got banned from radio. Okay. <laughs> so, so it was on purpose? Kind of yeah, or? basically. It, it reached, like, number 17 on the Billboard charts. And it was on there for, like, four weeks or something. But it's, like, this really jaunty, kind of, like, lively thing. But it's about, like three miners stuck in a mine and they decide to eat one of them and then the guy's name is Timothy. It's okay. a really strange thing. So What's the name yeah. of the group? Uh, the Buoys? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have, did they release anything else or was this like their only... They were signed to like a single only deal or oh, something. Weird. Yeah. It's really strange. <laughs> cool. Alright, let's check it out. Alright. Buoys. <laughs>
that was uh, pretty mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. It was like a happy little tune. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. It was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. It was banned on like numerous... They, yeah, yeah. Worked, it's so ridiculous. So, so like, why would you mm-hmm. bet? Like, it seems like well, there I, had I, to be like way worse <laughs> shit going on in radio In 1971? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I just looked it up here, and it's like what you're saying. The, the, the deal didn't call for the label to promote the single at all, so they decided that they wanted to promote it themselves, which the only way they could figure to do it would be by getting it banned. <laughs> so, oh, it's weird that the label didn't even promote it at all. Like so did the song yeah. get banned off, like, the song's merits itself, or did they, like, push to have it banned? They pushed to have it banned, according to this, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, like, their promotion But techniques. it still hit number 17 yeah. on the charts. I should do that. I should do that to one of my songs. You should do that, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And then apparently it never, I mean, I, you know, I was listening to the lyrics, but not super closely, but it says that uh, it's not explicitly said that they ate him, but it's implied. <laughs> Pretty much. But well, it's, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. There's a line, the stomach, the stomach was as full as it could be after they yeah. ate right? And he goes, over the, I don't know. The guy's missing and suddenly yeah. they're full. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where'd the bones go? How long, how long do you have to be in, like, trapped... Yeah, in before a mind, before he, in a mind. Yeah, before yeah, he right. eating. Take. And well, why Timothy? Was he the weakest? Was he the most annoying? He was, was he the, the fattest. fattest? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really think of a minor having a name like Timothy. Like that's a really kind of like. Yeah. That's what doesn't yeah, give the song any. Uh, no, 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 yeah, it's, it's yeah. not like they ate a guy named Rex. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> you, you try to eat Rex. Yeah, yeah, you Rex see what happens. You don't eat Rex. Rex eats you. Sure. This is so messed. Yeah, it looked pretty hilarious. And like when the horns first come in, it was like, bow, bow. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Oh, I see, apparently they uh, they did a, a re-release where they edited the lyrics, and so it could get on the radio, and the lyrics changed the part about, uh, my stomach was as full as it could be, to both of us were as fine as we could be. <laughs> so it kind of changed the tone drastically. So they were hungry, and then they were full. And then they got okay. Yeah, somehow and then they were, somehow yeah, Timothy yeah. went away somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's so weird. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'd never heard of this ever. Like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Is that what you would die of? Hunger first? Or would you die of like... Dehydration, but... Yeah, I guess. I guess he has no water in the mind, I don't think. You'd be drinking your own urine. That's the classic thing, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It seems like a while, like decades ago, there was a big thing, just in like my recollection of like people being trapped and having to eat each other was like a big thing. I remember like... Well, alive. The alive, movie, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, sure, yeah. Just hearing about it as a kid yeah. and then hearing this in the 70s, it was like... Yeah. From the 70s to, like, 95. Like, it happened all the time. <laughs> exactly. Now they have the technology to get them out, so it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't happen anymore. Like, those Chilean miners or whatever, right? Remember right. Yeah. Like, uh, they got out. They didn't yeah, have Yeah, they weren't going to get away with eating mm-hmm. each other anyway. Like, it's so yeah. public. <laughs> well, yeah, now, now it's not going to happen, right? Now everyone's got cell phones in there, you know, they're recording mm-hmm. the audio from in there or something, and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Live cannibalism when you stream or whatever. <laughs> like, it's not gonna, yeah. I don't know. It's twisted. Yeah, it was really twisted, yeah. All right, so who's Just next? Uh, do you want to play one? You should go next. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play a Tom Waits song. Yeah. Uh, Chocolate Jesus. And uh, I had this one just popped in my head randomly. Um, I think when we were like messaging back and forth about songs. And uh, yeah, but why don't we listen to it and we can talk about it. I remember reading an interview with um, Bill Maher and he described Barack Obama as Chocolate Jesus. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So when you told me you were playing this song, I was like, oh, it's a Bill Barack Obama. That's why you're writing it. I knew you were talking about. I kept about. writing Barack Obama. I thought you were just out of your mind. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's listen to Tom Waits. All right, yeah. Tom Waits. Barack Obama. Sunday, don't get on my knees to pray. 
am gonna write the books of the Bible. Got my own special way. I know Jesus loves me. Maybe just a little bit more. I fall down on my knees every Sunday. As the rails leads candy store. Well, I got to be a chocolate Jesus. Make me feel good inside. Got to be a chocolate Jesus. Keep me satisfied. Well, I don't want no apples, apples. Don't want no. There ain't nothing better suitable for this boy. Well, it's the only thing that can pick me up. Better than a cup of gold. It's the only chocolate Jesus. That was uh, Chocolate Jesus, Tom Waits, from uh, 99's Mule Variations. Well, I had the CD. I could have just put that on. Yo, you know. Oh, no, the CD plays me hooked up. I was wondering why. Everybody settle down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We could have done it differently. <laughs> <laughs> it just occurred to me that I do indeed have that. Yeah. I've heard uh, it before, for sure, but yeah. Yeah, it's a good album. I, yeah. I mean, Tom Waits is one of my favorite artists, I think. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I just really like his sort of arc. He did, like, you know, slower and, like, loungier stuff, jazzier stuff, and then, like, mm -hmm. his rhythmically... Weird. Really weirded yeah. and 
weirded out stuff. Uh, I, I I have a few of his albums and I like them, but I, I think it's almost kind of daunting to to get into. His yeah, catalog. this is something like yeah, he's got like a like so many dozen. albums. Yeah, I have like maybe three or four, and I, the ones I have I like, and that that's one of the ones I have. But mm-hmm. yeah, you you need you just need rain dogs and swordfish. I have swordfish trombones. Yeah, I have yeah. swordfish trombones. Uh, Real gun, like one of his more recent ones. Is yeah, I heard that was good. I have good. um, what's the other one called? I'm not gonna remember. I have it on tape somewhere. One of those mm-hmm. bins, but yeah. And uh, so I think backstory behind the song was like it came about because like. Maybe he had an uncle or something, like when he was a kid, who gave him a candy, and it was called a testament. Oh, yeah. And and this is all the religious stuff in here, right? Yeah. yeah. And he said, well, but that's like a common thing. And it was kind of like, there might as well be a chocolate Jesus <laughs> candy. And so, yeah, you know, cannibal is in, yeah. well, you're literally eating Jesus. But then, right. uh, I don't know if I, maybe I'm the only one who went to church growing up. Yeah, I didn't. But <laughs> I did well, not. Do you know the deal with, like, taking communion? Yeah, you eat, mm-hmm. you eat their representative. Yeah, it's like a ritual, cannibal. Transubstantiation. Ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's like this... This is my body, which is given for you. This is my yeah, blood. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. The only time I've ever done that is when uh, I was at my grandma's funeral, and I was a pallbearer, and yeah. I was like, so I had to sit up at the front, and I was like the last one in the pew, like, mm. and we were like right in front of the preacher or whatever, and like all my cousins all go to church, and they all take communion regularly. So you think so, you have to do it? Well, so, no, so they were like, can I tell my story, Sam? No, <laughs> so they were like, can I, they like asked me, can, can we get by to go to take communion? I'm like, sure. So I stand up to let them by, and then like, I'm standing right in front of the priest. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so it's just like he hands me a wafer, and I'm like, uh. So I took it and put it in my mouth. But I think, like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I wasn't baptized, so yeah. like, isn't that a Is bad that a thing? Maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I think so, yeah. I think mm-hmm. he's doing something cool, but. Oh, well. Yeah. Or whatever, who cares? You're doubly going to hell. Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 what does it taste like? Does it taste alright? Or is it just I nothing taste? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just a It's not like a flavor thing, right? It's not like, you know. It's like a cool ranch. Yeah. To be a jerk, I'd love to be like, buy them as snacks. Speaking of cool ranch, you hear about the thing they have in the States where it's Taco Bell has um, yeah. tacos made out of Doritos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like yeah, the taco yeah. shell? That's ridiculous. Like Cool Ranch. Is there a new taco? flavor? Yeah, it's yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't eat that shit. No. no. It's pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Chocolate Jesus. Chocolate Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do here. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say about it. When end would you start with first? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, had, yeah. Why do you eat Jesus? What's the point? So, uh, because he sacri- sacrifices himself for the good of So you all. eat him? Well, it's like he represents... He, he represents food? You're the one who went to church, <laughs> I don't know. It's because we're, we're, we all, we're all part of Jesus, so like we should the have first, Jesus The first was like the night him before out. he was to get crucified. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, and like, he was the crucifixion was like a symbol of like himself giving himself over for... All people, all mankind. What did they do the first nut time, though? Jesus was alive when they did it? Did they just eat him? They shouldn't yeah, it was so no, he's like breaking off yeah. bread, and it's, it's like, like a symbolic supper, like, essentially, right? Yeah, right, right, the right, last right, supper, right. he's breaking off mm-hmm. from a loaf oh, of bread, and everyone is bread of my bread? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the bread of my body. Yeah, mm-hmm. this. Well, so yeah, it's just uh, symbolic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. It's weird. But it's weird that, because like, cannibalism is like one of the What religion were you, though? I thought that was just a Catholic thing. Christianity in, in general. generally, I'll do it. Well, I don't know. There's so many denominations. I'm not really familiar. What were you? Uh, that was Anglican. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is the thing here. It's called trans. I know the word transubstantiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Know, I, mean, I don't know why. But transubstantiation is the doctrine the that in the Eucharist, the substance of the bread and the wine used in sacrament is changed into the substance of the body and blood of Jesus, while all that is accessible to the senses remains as before. Mm-hmm. So it magically turns into actually Jesus. But except but, for except for the part that you like sense. see and taste. Yeah. I get it. So, so he could turn into a car? 
<laughs> but you can't see that he's a car. <laughs> he's a visible car yeah. whipping around town. This is a sports car. Well, like the Transformers, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, he is a tra- Transformer. Optimus Prime is just oh, like it's, it's, it's a parable. Yeah, yeah, it's a parable yeah. for Christianity. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I knew it was indoctrinating. Transformers and mind. Superman are all uh, yeah. 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 For sure. And uh, Narnia. And GoBots probably too. Probably GoBots as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll play a song now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm over it. Um, so I'm gonna play a song uh, by D Styles. Uh, D Styles is one third of the group. Third Sight, who I've played on the show before. He's the turntablist. He's also, I believe, in the Invisible Scratch Pickles with um, with Qbert, and he might be the best turntablist alive. And uh, this song is called Won't You Be My Neighbor. And the reason I'm playing it for the Cannibal episode is because uh, he, throughout it, it, there's like a sample from like a news report, like a 2020 or something, that's about Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, well. And it's like um, this footage of like her, his neighbor being like, oh, he was like a normal guy. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Liked, he liked cheeseburgers and chocolate milkshakes. And so he sampled that for this song. That's like the recurring thing that they get whenever there's any kind of maniac, mass murderer, serial killer. They always find some guy who's like worked with them or lived next door. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, he seemed totally normal to me. And it's, you know, he's got, you know, yeah. been eating people in the garage or whatever. Yeah, so that's why I'm playing it for this uh for this episode and cool. plus i really like it this album uh this is off the album phantasmagoria which is like it's a good name for an album you mentioned yeah. Yeah, you mentioned it when we were, you were playing third sight the other yeah it's episode. like it's such an incredible album and like it's like in my opinion it's, it's the best scratch album i've ever heard and um for people who don't under really understand how it's done like everything on this song is made with turntables like there's yeah. no sampling there's no like everything is with turntables awesome. um so it's like you know, you could call him a DJ, but I think that kind of like, you know, because today, like, being a DJ is the connotation of you you click buttons on a laptop. For this, sure. This uh-huh. guy is like, he really uses the turntable as an instrument. Right on. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's play it. Won't you be my neighbor, D Styles? His neighbors called him a regular sort of guy. <laughs> He loved hamburgers and chocolate ice cream. Are we 
back on. We're oh, on. Yeah, we're always oh, okay. on. We're back. Mm-hmm. Those D styles. Won't you be my neighbor? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was going to play. The, some of the other songs I was going to play was. I was going to play Big Lurch, who's that rapper who did PCP and ate that girl's lung. Yeah. <laughs> you just, like, mentioned uh, that. Yeah, how casually you said it. Something happened. <laughs> I really wanted to play some stuff by him. As if it's almost like common knowledge. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. guy with the lung. <laughs> yeah, so I guess. Well, he was, like, he was doing PCP with some girl and, like,. Yeah, he murdered her and then ate her lung. And then he was found by the police just, like, walking down the street, start staring at the stars. Like, he was, he was like, at, like he lost it. He went, mm-hmm. he went insane. What was the uh, significance of eating the lung, though? Why did you do it? Why the lung? Yeah. I, I, fuck, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Why, like, no, why, no, why like, is that your question? <laughs> well, my question is, like, if you're going to eat somebody, why the lung, right? That seems like a very specific body part to eat. Yeah, but was there, maybe, maybe just, like... Like he started there and wasn't finished. He was going to do the rest before your car or something. He's like, "Oh, this is gross." <laughs> yeah, let's try something else. Yeah. I don't want to go walk around naked. Tastes yeah, like I cigarettes. Know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe he just needed to smoke and he didn't have money. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, maybe he, maybe he wanted the rest of the PCP. He's like, "Ah, oh, there's more yeah, in yeah, here." Maybe she, yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I've That's, never done PCP, no, but I can see that being a rationalization. It, it seems like you take a long and eat it in order to get there. Yeah, it seems like one of those drugs. Like some. Some drugs will like trigger something that's like yeah. in you if you're kind of moderately schizophrenic. PCP mm-hmm. seems like a kind of thing that maybe even will make a normal person just go so bonkers. What happened yeah. to this guy though? Did he get he obviously got arrested for right? Oh, he's he's never getting out of jail. Yeah. <laughs> he and there was no like there was no temporary insanity. There was nothing. He, well, yeah, he just, just went to jail for sure. Um, yeah. How's his music? Is it... You know, it's it's like it's okay. It's not my favorite. Like that's one of the reasons I didn't I yeah. didn't want to play him because I'm not that familiar with it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, he only had one album, and it came out after that happened. I guess but, that gave it a bit of notoriety, too, right? Like, yeah, probably. But he was, well, like, the guy with the lung. Yeah, he was featured on, like, on, like, some of the Bay Area people, like, Too Short, and I think E-42. Mm-hmm. Did he have, like, a horror theme going on? Because, like, the Lurch, you know, like, no, the Adams Family. Yes, oh, I would assume he would, like, be associated with, like, Necro or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, 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 it seems, yeah. like, based on the name, but, and the lung eating, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, not, not that I've noticed, but, like I said, I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not an expert mm-hmm. on his That's music. Cool. Um, but this, yeah, this was cool. This was, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, was, you might, have you seen that blog, like, uh, Honest Reviews? No, but that's something I'd like it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool because, like, the whole idea behind it is that the Canadian media is, like, seems, like, afraid to say anything bad about Canadian bands. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, like, I noticed that, like, when I put out my last album and I paid, like, a publicist to get reviewed and I had all these reviews that were just, like, it was just, like, they were paying lip service. It's, like, they didn't yeah. give a shit. It's like I would have rather had a bad review than some of the reviews, the good reviews. <laughs> like, like a yeah. bad review that actually talked about why they didn't yeah, like it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But then, mm-hmm. and then that's like for so many bands and like, you know, like you're not going to be a, a person writing a blog in Canada and say that you don't like the new Arcade Fire album or something I, like that. Yeah. I would do that. But you're, you're, you're cool. You're a cool guy. But you also don't have a stake in it, right? You no, don't, I don't. You don't make money. No, I don't. There's no reason. But like, I would just shit on the arcade fire because I don't like them. Yeah. <laughs> so this, so this guy, he started this blog and he did it anonymously at yeah. first. But now he's since like, because I guess enough people were like, you know, this is cool. Yeah. Or like, if you're gonna have these opinions, you should have the guts to right, show right, who you right, are or right. whatever. He and he was a member of another blog. I can't really remember. I'm not really in the whole blogosphere, so I don't really know. But. So he had some pretty funny reviews on there, and he he really ripped into like Canadian Music Week, which is going on right now. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of it. Yeah, and it's it's funny because I think that needed to be said, like how people go to Canadian Music Week, they don't get paid for it, and yet they're making so much money off it. The mm-hmm. week is yeah, the event. Yeah, yeah, and even if you get accepted as a band, like you have to pay for all this shit. Yeah, like you have to pay for the like this the the fee to go to the conferences and stuff. Like, maybe, well, you have to pay maybe, to even submit. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you Ma- don't get it? Yeah, yeah like, Magnum uh-huh. KI did it a couple years ago, and right. it was just, like, it was, yeah, it was kind of just, like, feel, felt like a cash grab for yeah. So there, so there's like good stuff like that, and there's like taking, taking shots at some of the bands that were playing at Canadian Music Week, which is pretty funny. Uh-huh. But then there's this one thing about DJs, and the guy has something against DJs because, like I said before, like most people, I think when they think of a DJ, they think of a laptop, someone pushing yeah. buttons yeah. on a laptop. And so he had all this like these lists of all these DJs and their bios, and he was making fun of their bios, and it was funny. Yeah. But then one of the DJs was DJ Pump. Okay. And DJ mm-hmm. Pump is like a serious like turntablist, like from yeah. Calgary. Like he's he's like I think he won the DMCs. Like he's a serious fucking dude. And then and like the guy, the guy like put like in DJ Pump's bio something like you know like a DJ you've never heard before or something. And and the, the blogger was like, yeah, but you're still just a DJ. Oh yeah. And that just seemed so ignorant to me that it yeah. kind of like well just DJ yeah yeah like mm-hmm. you know you know nothing about this guy and you're just like ri- like it goes over like being honest to just being an asshole who oh, doesn't think, know what yeah. he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't have any even the remotest clue what a DJ does because I remember like this is a while ago, but um. You remember that guy, what's his name, like, he played techno in Canada, he had a stupid hair, uh, Chris Shepard? Right. Right, Chris Shepard. I remember seeing Chris, yeah, well, that too. I remember seeing a Chris Shepard video when I was, like, I don't know, 14 or something, and, like, I thought I knew what DJs did, and I thought of it in, like, the rap set, you know, like, the yeah. guy behind, like, like, Run DMC, you know, you think of what the DJ in that group yeah. does. That's what I thought of what a DJ was, and I see this video, and these guys are plugging shit into a wall. And I'm just like, how is this making the uh-huh. bad techno that's coming out of this, you know? So that just completely threw, like, I don't understand what DJs do at all. And it turns out that like, he obviously, obviously wasn't just plugging things into a wall and making it. He probably just yeah. hit play. Well, there's mm-hmm. so many that's, there's so many variations of yeah. what a yeah. DJ, because a lot of yeah. DJs do just press play. They just press, yeah, exactly. Some DJs make the beats. Some of them are actually turntablists yeah. who are actually, like, mm-hmm. doing it's even, stuff. It's even hard to tell when you see someone performing, because, yeah, they may just be doing stuff, something on a laptop, but they put a lot of work into it. Yeah. For sure, they could have yeah, built yeah. the whole thing, yeah, and they could mm-hmm. be adding yeah. to it live and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, but then you see a laptop, you think, oh, he's just hitting the play button and pretending to do stuff well, you know. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's not always, so... Mm-hmm. It makes it, yeah. it makes you wonder about like authenticity in music because like I think there there are like some pockets where people like really appreciate someone who's really good at guitar like yeah. my, for example my dad like really likes someone who's really good at mm-hmm. soloing on guitar he yeah. appreciates the skill but if we're in a culture like the younger people where so much of our music is like digital and made yeah. on computers right, that yeah. you don't even know what the fuck people are doing on stage no. and you so don't know like who a, actually made it either it's not like it's not like a guy at a show is going to sit there and play the solo in front of you yeah you have like a bunch of people with laptops you don't know, mm-hmm. you know yeah. like, did this guy who's playing this part playing it on you, yeah. you know did he come up with it like you have no idea it's, yeah so it's kind of it's kind of weird the mm-hmm. it's the same thing like i mean like the craft work is back here they're playing and like everyone complains like oh they were just playing laptops it's like yeah everyone does that's, know that's so. what they did in the first place yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's yeah, that was way ahead of its time yeah, yeah for sure. exactly yeah it's just, like i guess the term is rockist right that you have kind of this kind of idea that yeah like, you know anything that isn't like someone someone by hand doing something yeah. original yeah. that is bad right which is like the same with the art like people don't like things where it's just a plan you know yeah it has to be done by hand and the artist has to do it all yeah. himself and Right. Yeah, it's all kind of old school and. Well, that's almost just with like any kind of art, music, uh, like visual art, anything that's not literally of something. Like it's not the same. It's kind of related, right? People don't. If you just can't, your mind can't like figure out exactly how this was done, what it is. Like you Mm -hmm. know, someone with a laptop. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know how he made the music. It's not a guitar. Even if I don't know how he played those notes, at least I know I can look at it and be like, that's what that comes out of. But Mm -hmm. I guess that's what it comes down to is like people, you know, like. Everyone, to a certain extent, doesn't like what they don't understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's what. Yeah. And, for sure. And different music genres. Like, if you're not into like jazz or some something, you won't 
fully appreciate when someone's like improvising. You won't mm-hmm. really know. No, you just don't they'll, like they'll do a line that's a traditional thing and it's in reference to something, but you don't never know. And to bring which is like sampling. And to bring mm-hmm. it back, I think like D Styles is like a fucking jazz musician, and I I know like I I play for some people and they don't get it because they don't understand what he's doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think once you understand like how he's making the music, like. This shit is so fucking technical. And, like, he's well, like yeah. a jazz musician. I was going to say, when they used to do more turntable-y stuff in Winnipeg, there used to be, like, competitions and stuff. Yeah. Are they still have us? Or are they not? not there's DMCs. Yeah. No. Wait, no. They used to yeah, like the Red Bull I would go, and, like, it's really yeah. impressive to see. But yeah, you, you, I can, you, you can definitely tell that the other people who also are turntablists have a way better appreciation for how difficult... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're watching the guy doing this. Where it just all looks crazy. But I think the cool thing about, like, when Winnipeg had the DMCs was that there were so many different levels of talent and ability that you could really tell the difference between yeah. someone who was just starting out yeah. or just not talented versus someone who was like like higher echelon. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like now it's like any club you go into the cities, like you have no idea how good these people are DJing because if they're even doing anything at all. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, like some people who who just play songs off their laptop are still really great DJs, but yeah. it's just it's just so easy to do now that. And he yeah, why it. make it more? Yeah, yeah. and, then, and like on, on a Friday night in Winnipeg, like considering how shitty like our <laughs> night culture actually is, there's still probably like fucking twenty DJs playing somewhere in the city on a Friday yeah. night. Yeah, and probably doing some interesting stuff too. Some of them, and most of them doing yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> well, like what John was saying though about like watching, you know, because I remember seeing some of those guys like at the rap shows and stuff, and I think I even went to one of those uh, things back in the, I guess, I don't know, late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. whatever it was. And uh, I always, automatically, you see a guy doing all kinds of fast stuff with his hands, that seems impressive to me, but there could have been guys who weren't, weren't doing as much of that showy stuff that was still really, you know, yeah. if I'd thought about it, it would have been actually more impressive yeah. in how they put it together. But you don't, I don't do it, so I don't know. Yeah. The people that do that stuff, they're not being paid anymore, or being encouraged no. anymore no. than any yeah. other guys. No, the guy so. pressing the buttons getting paid the yeah. same. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more because he's playing yeah. more to, like mainstream kind of you know what people want to hear without any kind of uh, manipulation of it. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but that was cool, and the Dahmer thing obviously ties it to yeah cannibalism. <laughs> cannibalism. Mm-hmm. So it was good. I was also gonna play American Since Young by P Funk, but yeah. uh, I could play a better P Funk song than that. Yeah, well, there's show. lots of good P Funk songs too. They should we should play one of them somewhere on the show yeah. in the future for sure. I will. Uh-huh. I will for you, Sam. All right. <laughs> cool. You got one more? You got one more? Yeah, I got one more. Do you oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to play, uh, like I played with the Blind Melon song, something from the mid-90s. I had a couple other ideas, but I decided to go with something from the mid-90s again. And uh, this is like this was like a single that was popular on the radio and stuff, so I know, we, I know we've usually avoided that a little bit to try and play more. But, I mean, this is a good song. It fits mm-hmm. the theme. It's um, Eat My Brain by The Odds. And hmm. it came out in 95. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a big... Uh, I liked I it at the, the time. Video too. The video was good, Black too. Hair, right? Black and white. They were, yeah, they were being chased and stuff. Yeah. So, um... Your picks are weird this week. <laughs> what do you mean? Just like this 90s, like, alternative yeah, rock, like... Do you not realize I listen to 90s alternative rock? No, I know, but it's like... <laughs> it's just funny. Like, when you said the odds, I was like, yeah, yeah the odds, I guess yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't think it's... I mean, if it's a theme, right? Eat my brain. I mean, it's like... And the odds are good. I'm not sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> apparently they're still around. Oh, back. Man. That's a good song too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got back together apparently in two thousand seven, and uh, but there was a problem with like they didn't own the name, the odds anymore. Where did it go? The label owned it or something, so oh. they couldn't use yeah. it. So they had to go by the new odds, which is just a horrible <laughs> name. It just yeah. But now they somehow they managed to legally get the name back, so they exist currently apparently. Odd the odds. What? Odder than Ezra. Otter. Better than Ezra. Did they did it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in my brain, uh, you guys are probably everyone's already probably heard this a million times, but it, probably not for a while. So. I mean, I, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's how it goes, That's right? That's exactly how it goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do Check it. Check it out. My droopy-eyed Madonna A triple fire alarm All the other rogues and darlings Get sent to the farm
So that was 5440, <laughs> followed by a Conline Crush. Gian Gameshi is my favorite lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't played Moxie Fruit, but that would be pretty funny. Yeah, We're probably good without it. This is a tangent, but I saw them at a Jets game singing Ooh. O Canada. Moxie, Moxie Fruit? And when they switched, because they used to have to do the second half in French, French yeah, yeah. when they switched, people booed. Really? Why? That must have been it? during like the fucking like, the referendum event. Yeah, yeah, yeah for a little bit. That was at their height of their powers, right? Muggsy Fruit was around in 94, 95. I'm pretty like, sure I yeah, saw yeah. them at the Folk Fest when I was Did a you? kid. Yeah. Probably. I don't, I don't really remember, but probably. I think I might have seen mm-hmm. them in Gimli for like the, the Atlantic Festival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And the Easy Tees. I still have the tape. I still have Bargainville. I haven't listened to it in like a million years, but I haven't. King of Spain. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. Somewhere in one of those boxes is that tape. But this was the odds, not fifty four forty. I saw them live when I was a kid in Lethbridge before this album came out. And I, I was like really into them. I had tapes of theirs and yeah. I was really impressed. They were playing this like little camping spot next to the lake downtown. The fake lake by the golf course in downtown Lethbridge on July first. Cool. So where are they from? I don't know. I, I had it open, but I, I assume they're from Ontario. I think they're from Ontario. Yeah, mm-hmm. seems like that's what I. That's I find that's what you think about every Canadian. You band. do right because yeah. you see if you're not from Winnipeg, it's like fuck. I don't know. They're from Ontario. Ontario yeah. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. unless they're Ontario. French, and it's like oh, they're from Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Lady Dale Howard Chucks. Yeah, that's like, yeah, Lady Dale Howard mm-hmm. Chuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the odds are from <laughs> Vancouver, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one or the other. They're either from Ontario or Vancouver. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And if they're Celtic, they're from Newfoundland. Newfoundland yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Or they're from Ontario and pretending to be from Newfoundland. Exactly. Or from Winnipeg and pretending to be from Ireland. <laughs> There's a lot of that stuff going on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like the song. I like the band. I think I, I think I would see them. I think if they came through and it was like, you know, because all these bands you can see for cheap now. Mm-hmm. That's how 5440 at the casino uh, mm-hmm. two years yeah. ago. And they were amazing. It was like they, they, they had not aged at all. Were, <laughs> I'm going to say something. You, you barely leave the house if you're leave, if you, <laughs> I, I, you go to an odds. I will leave the house for the odds. I left the house for 5440. I don't go home much. Yeah, Spirit, Spirit of the West was playing at the casino. I kind of... should have gone. Yeah, I should have. Erection on a horse? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, uh... When it, we were playing Golden in the fall. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well... Golden's like a small town. It's like, okay, well, at least, you know, there's not there's not going to be anything else going on in town. Yeah. Like, at least we can pull people with that fucking incentive. And then it turned out that 5440 was playing Golden the same night. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, almost wanted, I almost wanted to cancel the show and just go to Seriously, they're, they're, I would recommend 5440 in, like, live now. It was great. It was great. It was uh, mm. really, even in the casino setting, which is a weird, have you been to a casino for a show? No. It's no, so no. weird. It's like, it's this really, really, really fancy room. Like It's, it's curtained off, right? It's curtained off. Right? So you assume it's just going to be, I figured, like, here's mm-hmm. a stage, here's BLTs, right? I didn't think it would be anything. But it's like a really, really professional looking room and they have, like. Which casino? I mean, Phillips. I've been in a couple shows there. I saw Steve Earle there. And I saw. Really? Yeah. Steve Earle yeah. played there. It was great. It was in, uh, last year. Oh, wow. Hmm. Weird. I saw him like five years ago, like. You know the Burn Cummings. And yeah, yeah. The place. yeah. Well, do you know yeah. why he? The, the reason he played at the casino, I think, is but you because get paid at the casino. You get paid yeah. crazy. The but the, mm-hmm. at, at Burn Cummings, the last time he was there, he I didn't I, I didn't go to the show. I didn't get to see him that time. But I heard from some people who went there. That was in the paper the next day too. That um, apparently the whole time there was a guy, a drunk guy in the crowd, just screaming "Play Copperhead Road" over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And like apparently Steve Earle was like, "Okay, I realize this is your first time getting drunk, but like," <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he was so pissed off at the crowd just being a bunch of rowdy assholes. That Either, yeah, I was there when he did that. He was like, that, yeah. "You really think I'm not going to play that?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he, he, he didn't come back for a few years, and then he played the yeah. casino when he came back. So I think it's just like he realizes that he doesn't want to. He's, you know, he's getting older. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to deal with that kind of crap. Like when I went to see Prince at the MTS you saw Center, Prince? yeah, was it good? Mm-hmm. It was fucking great. It was amazing. Yeah, I bet it was, yeah. But one thing I noticed, like, when I was in the washroom taking a piss, is, like, you get these, all these, like, older guys 
who were just kind of like joking and they were like they were like one of, one of the guys is making like he's making like kind of like a, a racist joke about he's like who who is that out there is it like cameo or something you know just yeah, like yeah. making like equating him to some other black yeah. guy <laughs> and it, it clicked in my head that i realized that so many of these people aren't here because of prince but they're here nostalgia well, they're but they're here to get the fuck out of their house because yeah. they don't mm-hmm. do it's anything else. Yeah. So there's a big concert at MTS Center, so they might as well go check. They go it out. to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, or they just you know it's a night out for them because they they work all week and yeah. then they yeah. you know and their wife wants to go out and then they go to the MTS Center and get loaded and make fucking racist make fun jokes. of Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like every third song, oh, this is Prince. Yeah, I didn't realize <laughs> that Prince is the radio for the past yeah. thirty years. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, that would have been good though. Uh, Prince is awesome. I, can, I bet he would have done the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was an expensive show, wasn't it? Wasn't it like a super? I mean, MTS there's always. Or... No, it wasn't that bad actually. No? Like he's kind of notorious for having expensive shows. Yeah, that's last one was like two hundred bucks at the pyramid. Yeah, which would be amazing. That would have been amazing. Would have gone to that. That's where you want to see. Yeah, for sure, like for that. sure. Yeah. And I bet he does a long set there too. I bet he would just do hours mm-hmm. worth of material. Well, I remember hearing a story about when he was here in the nineties. He because apparently he's notorious for this. He played the show wherever it would have been. And then he plays the after show. And then he played the rendezvous. Yeah, like, yeah. just showed up without telling him. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Very cool. And I remember thinking at the time, too, like, that would have been... A, I remember reading about it the next day or something, or someone told me, and he's like, oh, man, I should have gone to... Yeah, I should have just randomly gone to the rendezvous on the off chance. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you should just always be everywhere yeah. at all times. Yeah. Just get someone stationed in whatever venue, whatever Prince is in town, and like just yeah. cell phones. Yeah, well, back then walkie talkies. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the odds. I would. I would go to see. Would you guys go see the odds? No. Like, no, you would just be like, oh, I don't care. No, I, no, no, no. No. You think it's some kind of shame about them being Canadian? Like, if they were like an American band, you would feel a little less no. condescending. Yeah. I, I, I know two odd songs. I know that mm-hmm. one. And the heterosexual man. Yeah, like I mean, I, I was never a huge odd. But if it's like yeah. I like them. I think they're playing. You know? I think they're cool. Mm-hmm. I, no, I don't I'd know. <laughs> I, I, I don't make it out to enough shows that I want to go to. Yeah. <laughs> to like say that I would go to see the odds if they were here. But you know what? I don't make it out to a lot of shows in general, right? Mm-hmm. And so and I think you would make a point of going to the odds. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like it would be something that would be interesting enough that like. Would you go see? Would you go see Blind Melon? Maynard James Keenan was singing. No, but they have Blind Melon actually has a new singer, and uh, they did play her. I didn't Doesn't go. he look just like the guy too? He looks kind of like him. Mm-hmm. I didn't go. I was, I was just thinking about it, but I, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's a new singer. I didn't see. Al, I love Allison Chains, right? I listened to them for years and years and years. Yeah, I didn't see was, them with a the new singer. That, yeah, like, what's the point? It's not Allison Chains. No, it's Allison. It's like it's Jerry Allison Cantrell. Cover band. Yeah, Jerry Cantrell, the second bassist, the drummer, and then some other guy. Like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not really. I would. I would have went if I had a guarantee that Jerry Cantrell didn't put a shirt on for the whole. <laughs> he didn't put a shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> just headbanging the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like seeing old. I like the nostalgia thing, you know. I'd go, I'd go see some, some bands like that. There's a lot I've missed though. There's a lot of people. I mean, hear someone coming through and say, I don't know, I don't need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Nostalgia can go. Uh, like, I, oh, I mean, I, I would see Rusty. Like, no question. I would see Rusty. I would too. see Rusty. Like, I'd. You know, if they're gonna play, like, what was that album called? Fluke. Yeah, if they played yeah. Fluke, like yeah. front to back. Yeah, it'd be great. That'd be amazing. You know, I have all three mm-hmm. of their albums and the single, <laughs> and like they're all awesome. But Fluke is the best for sure. Yeah. Actually, I have two copies of Fluke. I haven't seen it. It's so raw. It's like after so many Canadian bands have that first album. It's so yeah. raw and so, and then it's almost like there was there wasn't enough producers mm-hmm. in Canada so that everyone just ended up sounding Sound the same. same. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a really good album. Though Fluke, it's a great album. Yeah, it's really good. That's still, I think, the, one of the most underrated like Canadian bands. Yeah, you don't hear much about. I mean, you don't hear much about the odds either. But like, Rusty is like up here, and the odds are like you know in terms of. Ever since my tape deck broke in yeah. my car, I've 
I had no idea how much people played the headstones on the fucking radio. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like it's like you could like at any given time there could be like three headstone songs yeah. playing on three yeah. different stations. It's like the Treasure of the Hidden now. They've gotten to that level where they're always on. But it's like they are nowhere near. No, good no, no, as no, 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 no. And they don't have the size of the catalog either. Yeah. They have like three albums or four albums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny. Yeah, it was like that band and like a band like the Black Crows. Like they just play such mundane rock yeah. and roll that it could just kind of passes of like you know just yeah classic rock. Yeah, yeah you know? it fits in really well with the format. Even though it's not yeah. that classic, it's pretty recent. You know exactly. Headstones probably put out an album in the early two thousands. I bet I wouldn't be surprised if it's around. Who, like, who's the guy? Hugh, Hugh Dylan. Dylan. Like yeah. I remember. I remember when we were kids and like. He was supposed to be like this kind of dark brewing yeah, yeah, like, yeah. poet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The skull ring and like the spiky yeah. hair. And, and I was like listening to his lyrics as I like, caught one of their songs yeah. and I was like, these lyrics are so fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like their best song is Unsound. Tweeter and Tweet Monkey, the Monkey Man, cover. Which, which is, yeah, like the Unsound Travis was good Wilburys. too. Because the bass line? Do you remember yeah. Unsound? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go, yeah. This yeah. is good stuff. There was some like goofiness in that whole Toronto kind of scene back then. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, a good movie came out of it, but that's about it. Which one? Hardcore logo. Yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that guy's that guy's like a pretty respectable actor though. He was on that cop show. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it called? Um, Hugh Dillon. Yeah, Flashpoint. Is that what it's called? I have no was idea what that, that is. Yeah, he's one of the main characters in that. I never he's watched in, that. He was in yeah. Dance Me Outside. Dance Me Outside was great. He was in that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he was he was pretty evil in that too. It was good. It was a good movie though. Yeah, he was a good movie. He was in. Um, he had a show like Durham County or something, which I never saw. Hmm. He was the lead in that too. So maybe hopefully he's doing that instead of. <laughs> you know, still doing the headstones like at this point. Yeah, so I'm at like the Calgary Stampede in the mid nineties. Oh yeah. And I, I gave him one of my beers and I was like seventeen. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Oh for so. sure, yeah. It's the guy from yeah. headstones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like in retrospect, like why doesn't this guy get his own free beers? So like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably the height of his fame too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna get some kids beer from him. <laughs> yeah. He's all like, you got a joint, it'd be cooler if you did. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Good old Canadian rock. I don't know. You might as well play another song now. Sure, yeah. This is uh, Mike Patton. Yeah. And Phantomus with Henry Portrait of a, Ser- Portrait of a Serial Killer. Which yeah. I kind of feel the same way as I feel about Tom Waits about Mike Patton. Like, I think Well, he's so crazy. Like His voice yeah. is so crazy. It's kind of like interesting, but at the same time, I think it's so filled with artifice and this idea of being like a real artist that yeah. it kind of just like can only do like limited like spells with it so yeah yeah it's awesome mm-hmm. well, Rob mentioned you were going to play the song and like mm-hmm. that's from the album which a uh, director's cuts right yeah which I like it's, it's all the movie themes yeah, and then they kind of tie it all into so movies, have you seen so. that movie that it's based on oh it's amazing it's I mean, it's Michael Rooker right yeah, Is that, yeah. it's like, like the stretch to say he's a cannibal but there's like some other circumstances around based on Henry Lee Lucas is that Henry Lee Lucas yeah it was who, yeah. his partner who's also in the, like represented in the movie was a cannibal Oh, it was disputed how many people they actually killed. Like, the cops say they killed not many people at all, but they kind of claim it was in the hundreds or something like that. Yeah, that was so, that was bullshit though, right? It wasn't actually, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That was that album has um, the Godfather thing on it too, right? Yeah, it's the really Godfather heavy, Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah, right, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, let's play that. Cool. Fantomas.
All right, so that was Fentolmus. Henry Porter of a Serial Killer, which is a great film. And my side note that ties in more to cannibalism is I met Michael Rooker, the oh, star really? of the movie, yeah. at a premiere of a Texas Chainsaw remake in L.A. And I talked to him a long time. We talked about Winnipeg because he was here for a while. And he was like, in the conversation I brought up Henry, and he was like, yeah, that part. He was young in that. That's, I mean, this old movie. His right? first yeah. part, yeah. yeah. He was like yeah. a karate instructor or something before that. He's like, hmm. that part, man, like, I got so deep into it, like, that guy's just part of me. Yeah, and like wow, that's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> okay. And now, now he's pretty high profile though, because The Walking Dead, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's awesome on the show. He's, yeah, yeah so. he's a crazy, crazy yeah. person. Yeah. So yeah. I had like an hour long conversation. It that's was cool. Entertaining. That's so. cool. You should call him up. Yeah. <laughs> Get him on this show. Exactly. Hey, Michael Rooker, we got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make a little music? You want to be on it? Mm-hmm. Talk about a movie you did when you were like thirty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome if we could just like find a way to like any any sort of like like connections we might have to famous people and just like call them up and try to keep them on the line for as long as possible <laughs> i'm not opposed to doing that i think we should do that yeah we could do that we could do that yeah. Whole episode. yeah or we should just like bring the recording devices whenever we go to a show and try to cost them oh yeah just like ask them a question about something and then just cut and paste it into the show as if they're there <laughs> Good idea. Just get them so just like be like really quiet like so we're talking about this song and it's just like really loud yeah. all the time. like yeah. a lot of you know, background, background cars driving by or something because he's going to yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. We should basically just turn this show into like the Jerky Boys. Yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forget about the themes, whatever. We'll just prank call famous people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that was uh, that was a song. Um, if you want to listen to more of this show, uh, you've obviously streamed or downloaded it at this point or heard it on the radio. But you can go to www.witchpolice.com. There's a podcast button. You can hit that, download the previous 17 episodes, and. Uh, there's another section on there called Live Exclusives, which is whenever we have a musical guest, they usually do a song or, or a little something, and you can download those as separate MP3s, or you can watch the videos and stuff. And, uh, yeah, you can also listen to our show on Monday nights at 11 p.m. on UMFM 101.5 or umfm.com. And if you want to plug your show again, too. Yes, in the Flyer Radio, 10.30 on Monday nights, 95.9. And what's the, mm-hmm. is it a film, film show, or? Yeah, it's interviews with the filmmakers, film-involved people, that kind of thing, and Sometimes just bulletins or what's going on. Cool. So yeah, mm-hmm. cool. If people want to check out some of the yeah, if someone wants to check out what you're working on, what do you? Um... Yeah, recently we had a video for this hisses for the song Blacksmith. Check that out. It's pretty great. It's on YouTube and uh, just finishing up a Ken mode video and both of those are with my friend Gwen Trutnow. That should be out Tuesday, hopefully on like a nice high profile website. So yeah. yeah. That's cool. We should, we should say our guest today was Ryan Simmons. That's right. That's yeah. right. The yeah. director, man yeah. about town. Do you have like a website or anything people can check you out on? I do or not. Twitter or anything like that? Coming or? soon. Yeah. yeah. Nothing like that nothing, at all. Nothing. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're unreachable? Yeah. Don't you have a, a Vimo or whatever? Vimeo, yeah. I'm Ryan S on Vimeo. Okay. And if you want to talk to me, just, you know, call Rob up and he can do it. Do it. Call me. me. <laughs> right. Everyone call Rob. My number is 898 Mystery. There's <laughs> <laughs> really not that many numbers they can be. Yeah, like, someone's gonna get it. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone's gonna try. No, I mean, no, no. I'm not like Mike Jones. I'm like the thirty. 30- I <laughs> <laughs> remember that. I remember that. Yeah. That was brilliant. I remember when I got. Was, a, I remember when I got a Thurston Howell CD. Like I ordered yeah, the phone it. number on it. Yeah, I had the phone yeah. number on yeah. the back for booking, and I just called it, and I was like, "Yo, Thurston Howell, you're awesome." It's like a dumb sixteen-year-old kid. So that might happen to you. I don't, I don't think so. I think of like the 30 people who listen to this show, we know all of them. <laughs> Probably all of them. just get text messages from people I know. Well, what's going to happen is this going to be broadcast on UMFM and some weirdos going to be listening in the middle of the night. And... Mm-hmm. 
Hopefully. I want to talk about Why don't you play more old-timey music? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you play a Winnipeg theme playlist? Why don't you <laughs> play more Slayer? Look at that robot. Look at the robot. Yeah. yeah. All right, so yeah, we're going to... Uh, that's the show. So check it out. <laughs> Period. All right, so on some of these episodes when we uh, don't have a musical guest, uh, it seems like every second episode or so we have someone playing music and then we have someone who's just, just here for the talking part. Um, we're just going to do a little tag at the end here where we kind of give you a chance to listen to something on Witch Police that's just come out uh, from the music, music side of things. So this is a song by a band called uh, Cape Pike and the Loose Boots. It's uh, kind of a country punk thing from Newfoundland. They actually call themselves Grease Folk as the name of the genre. So hmm. it's on third generation records, which, you know... I'm gonna start a band. I'm gonna start a band. We're gonna call our genre Socha. Socha. Socha folk. Oh, like the outsiders. Outsiders. That was a bad joke. <laughs> pony boy. I had a song. I don't know what this song's called. It's called uh, Stay Gold. Stay Gold, Pony Boy. <laughs> the song's called Cold Glass of Water. It's from the album Six to One, Half Dozen to the Other. Cape Buck and Loose Boots. Witchpolice.com. Download it. Man was always surfing, never goddamn the motherfucker man. Alive. 